Welcome back, everyone. Happy Thursday. We're so excited to have you guys again on our podcast. That sounds like we're having someone on as a guest, but cheers to the weekend. Tomorrow's Friday. I'm very excited for the weekend. I'm so excited for the weekend. Guys, let me just paint the picture for you, okay? I am fresh out the shower. I look like a I am dressed in head to toe red. I look like something. You don't even want to know what I'm about to say. I have a huge crater on the middle of my forehead, hashtag Accutane vibes. And me and Maggie have our headphones on and we're about to go in on this episode today. Megs, what have you been up to? This weekend's been good. It's been pretty chill. I just got back in town in New York and so I've been trying to see a bunch of people. I think I've seen like five of my friends in two days, which has been cool because I kind of knocked it out over the weekend and then now this week i'm just planning to like grind work a bunch i have so much stuff on like my to-do list that i want to get done so i'm trying to knock all that out but everything's good over here how are you bro i feel the exact same way today i went shopping first of all reformation is the cutest store ever it's my favorite store right now bro i bought the cutest jean midi dress it was so fucking cute i'm not fucking kidding are you wearing it like soon Oh, no, I can't wear it. I feel like it's too cold to wear it this weekend. But, you know, I'm going to be popping out in it soon. It is Summer. so fucking cute. Yeah. And then I bought, I just bought, like, the basics. I went to Aloe and got more, like, bootcut leggings because I wear my black ones all the time. And then I got these Goldie jeans, bro, from Aritzia. You got so much stuff. Like, so much good stuff. Bro. I don't know if anyone else can relate, but I am like trying to invest into my wardrobe and not necessarily buy like all the trendy pieces. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like I'm like hitting that age where I'm just like, okay, I want stuff that I know one looks good on me. It's simple. It's basic. I can, it can just be like my go-to and then I'll just revamp it every time I wear it. No, I think I completely agree. I, th- I want my whole closet to be basics that are quality and that I wear all the time. And all I wear is it's so funny because I'll buy something trendy or like I've done this in the past few years especially in college I feel like I just bought a bunch of like little tiny crop tops whatever but I just bought so much clothes that like you wear once type of thing it's because it's like a bright pink tank top you like wear it once or twice you're like okay and I realized I wear a black t-shirt literally every single day or I wear like a black tank top every single day so I just need like 10 of those and nothing else because that's literally all I wear and I don't care (laughs) I'm like I'm so over it I want someone to come and take everything out of my closet that's like colorful or more than like a year old no, definitely needed it because I have not gotten rid of anything since college and it just, I need to because I'm like, where am I going to wear this skimpy top ever? <laughs> the answer is nowhere. <laughs> so that is what I've been doing this weekend. Yeah, I've been putting all mine on Depop, guys. Shop my Depop. <laughs> yes, super cute. Which I feel like kind of leads into this episode too because with like throwing out the stuff we no longer need in our life, we're just like revamping our wardrobe is honestly symbolism for reclaiming our power back. Whether you need to or not, it's just like out with the old and with the new, our time to shine. We're taking back what's ours. I don't know. It just kind of feels like that. Yeah, we're like taking in all of that new energy and we're lol we're saying it's like a wardrobe thing but it kind of is like that kind of goes along with it because with that like you're you're doing the same thing with yourself you're like okay how can I reclaim my power like reclaim I don't know just who I am and like own who I am be confident in that and like bro I don't know if anyone else has been struggling but recently I feel like I've kind of lost my voice have you I just like in general like I feel like I kind of lost my voice and like honestly trapped 
because I've been thinking a lot. Okay, you just got deep. Bro, Sorry, I'm you just got, I did not know what you're talking about. This is the first time I'm hearing <laughs> about this. Okay. I feel trapped as in I know what I want out of my future and I know what I want in the present moment, but I'm like, I feel so trapped because what I want is that what's necessarily going to get me to like my future goals. I just feel so trapped and like the area that I'm in and like what I'm currently doing that I feel like there's no way out. So I guess I'm asking you, have you ever felt like that where you just feel like you're trapped and you just like need something new, but you don't know what to do oh to get God. it? I've never called it being trapped, but now that you say it, I think I'm one of those people that is always looking for the next thing or always looking for something new. And I think that's why I leave New York so much is because I'm trying to get out, trying to do something new and it gets so boring and stale here for like two months. I'm just trying yeah. to get out. It's like yeah. monotonous. Or even yeah. with like jobs and projects and different things, like stuff can get old and you're like doing the same thing over and over and you're like, where is this getting me? And then you, you can't see like the light at the end of the tunnel or like the end goal really because it just seems so far away. And I feel that too all the time. I, sometimes I think, what if something doesn't work out? What if this doesn't go as planned? What if all this work I'm putting in doesn't get me to where I want to be? And I think that makes me feel trapped. Like, should I switch something up? Like, have I been doing the same thing every day? Sometimes I wake up and do the same routine every day over and over and over. And it feels, and like after the 10th day, I'm like, this is so weird. I need to switch it up because it feels like weird. <laughs> yeah. Like that's where I am currently. Like I need to change the scenery. Like I, all I know is that like I need to get out. Like get I need to get out, out of the city. <laughs> yeah. No, like actually though, bro, like it is, I'm at this point where like I need to start living. Like even though I am living and I sound so crazy saying that, but I'm like, I need something new. Like please give me for something the, for new. this year, since you got, since you got back from last vacation, like 2023 has been like it's, it's most more than ever have I seen you have your head down and go into work and get your shit done and go home. Like never yeah. seen you like this. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think you've had a friend interaction in how long, unless you've gone out with like your Bro, coworkers since in like, like a few January. Weeks. No, since January, I don't count my coworkers because like, I'm like so weird about like the coworker dynamic relationships. So well, also you work with them during the day. So like I'm talking about someone that you don't have to talk about work with, I guess. Yeah, it's been a hot minute. But anyways, because this is what I've learned recently when you do feel trapped and you're trying to be like, okay, I can't move right now. Like I can't just like up and move from like my job currently. So what are we gonna do to make ourselves feel better about the situation that we're stuck in? And it's honestly, guys, as simple as this sounds, it is reclaiming our power back, reclaiming our voice and figuring out that we are that bad bitch and we just have to remember what it looks like and what it feels like to take back and reclaim what is ours and honestly Mike, it's, it's essentially boundaries <laughs> that's the way I see it pretty much no it is and I think can I just mention something that's a little bit of a side note but I think something that's been on my my mind recently with this whole topic of reclaiming your power and something I've been struggling with when I can't make a decision I don't feel like I have control because I don't know what the future is and that makes me feel like I'm out of it and like don't have my power. So right now, not having some of my decisions made for like the rest of this year, where I'm even going to be, what I'm doing, that stresses me out. And I just feel so like out of control. I hate it. And I'm just like, I need to like make a decision and just so I can, just so I can feel like I have power, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It's very weird. Okay. Into that, like what is one thing that you could do to feel in control? Because the future is obviously out of our control, but what is like one thing that you can do in the present moment to like regain I mean, that's a great question. I think the cliche thing to say, which a lot of people would say, is to like journal it out and write out what you want in the future. And also, I think it can be good to write down what you're doing in the present moment and then what you want in the next blank year. So you know at least what you're working towards if you do feel stuck like that. But I think in my case, 
I think right now, the fact that I can't make a decision, it's time to just make a damn decision because it, I think that's what's just, it's just too much time at this point. I'm taking like a year to decide something. It's like, don't take a year to decide, like be confident, know what you want. And more recently, I think I'm getting closer to my answer, but still just annoying. I don't know. What do you, what would you say? Shit, will you give us a hint? What is your, what is your answer? You want me to tell? You want me to talk about it? Because I can talk about that all day long, but... I already told you. I'm thinking I'm staying in New York and just getting my own place for now because that's the most certain thing I can do. It's like, it's because I'm by myself. Like, there's no one else to, like, count on or make weight on me or anything. It's like, okay, stop making other people wait. Stop involving other people. Make your own choice. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting my own place. Bye. Shit, bro. <laughs> Good for you. I think for me, I, what I've noticed a lot recently in the workplace is that I'm too scared to say no. And that is essentially boundaries because I think I work, I would have noticed is that I work like a lot faster than a lot of other people. And I get that shit done so much faster than other people. And then they'll like hand me more. And I'm like already burned out. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, no, no. Like, but I just take it anyways and still do the work because it's like, well, I just got into the workforce. Like I need to pay my dues. But honestly, guys, like once you start putting your foot down and like saying no and be like, actually, I have this to do. Like, can you handle that? People will respect you a lot more. And I know that sounds crazy because we are still young and we just entered the workforce. But And it sounds so uncomfortable saying that to people who are like 50-something. But I legit had a mental breakdown this past week from being so overloaded because I was too scared to say no. Yeah. I relate to that so hard in college. Everyone used to say you're such a yes person. Like you always say yes. How about you say no for once? Because I would always just be down. Someone like, can you do this for me? Can you drive me here? Can you do this for me? I'd be like, yes, 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 yes. And even with work stuff, same for me. Like I always was like, yeah, I'll do it. Like even though I didn't know how to do it, I was like, I'll figure it out. Like, no. Like I should have been like, I do not know how to do that because it ended up taking me way longer than it would someone who did know how to do it. I think a lot of my friends are also getting to that stage. The ones that do have like jobs in the work world and are working with other people where they're getting to the point of some, some of them were doing stuff in the freelance world for free. And at one point they were like, okay, I've been doing this for three months for this person. I'm taking an hour out of my day every single day to work on this. I have to charge money. And that's awkward to tell someone that's like a friend or someone that you've been working with for a while, like, Hey, I'm going to start charging because this is my time. And then the friends that are actually working a job, same thing with them. They feel so overworked. And I think they're finally getting to the point where they're just at a breaking point and it, there's no other choice, but to say, Hey, I'm overworked. Can you do that? I cannot take that on. And they're finally starting to say, and I think stuff is getting easier, but yeah, that's tough. Yeah. It's definitely uncomfortable at first, but like once you reclaim that and be like, no, I'm actually, okay. You're not going to be like, actually, no, Becky, you bitch, you do it. Like, you're not going to say that. And it's awkward talking to people who are like 20 years plus your senior. I know. Cause they feel like they've been there, done that. And you're supposed to be like that one doing it all. It's like, no there's a difference between like paying your dues and obviously working up and like doing your daily tasks that are you have to do but outside of that when people assign you extra stuff and you've already completed your shit like you got your shit done for the day like don't feel bad for saying no like we cannot feel guilty for putting up boundaries because that's how people respect us that's how we tell people our boundaries and how they're going to be able to one talk to us and two interact with us like what no bitch like i'm not doing your work you do it yourself becky like the fuck <laughs> yeah no a hundred percent you have to set those boundaries bro at some point you just have to do it I think if you're just starting out a job soon I think the best thing you can do for yourself is set those early because then if you go ahead and fall into it you're stuck and you are kind of trapped like you're saying in saying yes over and over so if you can set them from the start they're going to respect you be like okay they have their they have the way they work and I respect that next I don't know 
Yeah, bro, don't, and learn from me too, because like, you don't want to reach the point of like the mental breakdown. You're like, why did I And not to bring up, I know I always bring up like female versus male, like power and stuff, but just as women, there's so many times that we give up power. And I think it's just time, like everyone's saying, it's time for women to like take back their power and stuff. But it's so true because there, as much as people say that there's no imbalance, like women need to act like there's not an imbalance so people get it because we're kind of playing into that imbalance too because it just it feels like it's already there sometimes especially with older generations you just feel that like weird power dynamic or power like imbalance whatever it's called I don't know it's just time that all of us are like okay here's where my boundaries I'm putting my foot down I'm not letting it walk all over me yeah no Todd you fucking do your shit Okay, <laughs> moving on from the work, from the work and reclaiming back our power. Yeah, I feel like that's the easiest boundary to set and that one's still hard. Let's get into friendships or relationships. That might be even harder. It could be easier. Friendships will be the hardest for me probably, Megs, but. I need to know how do you reclaim back your power or have a voice in your relationships? Are we talking friendships or romantic relationships or both? Romantic relationships first. I mean, you can okay. do both, but. Let's, let's start. Well, yeah, let's start with romantic relationships. First of all, Megan's like, the thing hmm. is, is I wear yeah, the pants. That's what I was just about to say. <laughs> Megan's over here, like, trying to figure out, like, what to say. And I, the like, whole time, I, I was like, this I... bitch wears the pants and the shirt. And probably no, the shoes, I know, too, at this no, point. I'm, no, I'm <laughs> laughing because, like, I'm, no, I am such a control freak. I know exactly where I get it from. But I will say, there, the few times that I have felt, like, as much as I do feel in control of my, like, romantic relationship a lot, like, I feel really good about it. But there are times when I do feel, if, if I'm going through a crazy phase, like once a year or whatever, where I just feel crazy and I'll like go where off you on the unleash phone. the beast. <laughs> yeah, like I'll go off over nothing or do something cr- absolutely insane. And then I get off the phone and I'm like, there's no way he's going to think I'm absolutely insane. No, yeah, I sound, I sound crazy. And that's when I feel most like, okay. That's when you feel most okay is when you go insane? No, that's when I, no, that is when I feel like I am losing my shit and I need to like get all my stuff and like start acting like a bitch, like a bad bitch again. I'm like, okay, snap into it. Like he doesn't need to see you weak like this. You know what I mean? It's like you call, you're on the phone, like upset over something so dumb. Like he said goodbye the wrong way. And you're like, I'm, I'm like, cannot believe you said it like that. Like blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you get off like, okay, okay. I'm like definitely on my period. Like definitely haven't ate today. Like I need to eat and like get back on the phone. Like, hey. Like, I'm good. Like, we're not going to talk the rest of the day. Like, just, like, say something that gives you that power again. Like, <laughs> Bro, you're so funny. I don't know, bro. That's a horrible yeah. answer. Bro, okay. That is, like, we're so opposites on that, though, bro. Because I will literally sit. No, I will sit and wonder, like, what is happening? Or, like, I wish he knew what I was thinking right now. Then tell this man. Okay, Abs, your next relationship, we're not doing that. Like, I'm having the phone, first of all. And, like, no, we're not doing I know. That. Like, yeah. I, like, I'll text my and be like, what does this man mean? <laughs> but, like, I mean, a lot of, okay. No, you're not. You're not yeah. serious. I, I've been yeah. better. You're I'm, better now. Yeah. Better now. <laughs> yeah. But no, I do see what you're saying, though. But I will say, though, bro, I feel like I never really lost my voice in my relationship. Like, I think I was so independent and made sure that that never happened. As in, like, I was so focused on myself, had my own, like, shit going that when I never made him my personality. But I think it was also a downfall of a lot of my romantic relationships, too. Can we get into that? Guys, don't hate me. If this is you, I love you. This is coming from a place of love. People that make their relationship, their entire personality, their entire life, don't have anything going for them. That is when you need to reclaim your power because... It's so important to have your own stuff going. I think I would absolutely go insane if I didn't have my own stuff going. And when I feel like it's starting to blend, I find something new. Cause I'm like, there needs to be something else. You know what I mean? Cause 
because it, it blends very, very easily, especially when you start to hang out with them all the time, talk to them all the time, stuff starts to blend. If you start to work with them, I've worked with my significant other in the past, it, it gets very crazy. Like you have to draw lines, boundaries, all the things because it can get crazy. Yeah, bro, I saw it firsthand, especially like athletics in college, like all the football players that have like their side pieces and like their mains and these girls. And the were, girls were like obsessed with them and the guys didn't give a fuck. That's exactly. Sad. Like they'd have like the whole name on the back of like their jean jacket and making their boyfriends, their personality, like their Instagram page, bro, would be like bloating like multiple photos of the boyfriend. The boyfriend's page, nothing. Wipe clean. I hate that. Yeah. Bro, and I it's think sad, that's the saddest like, thing I see. No, I bro, like it is, but it's also like, what are, what is going on with your life? Like you're just as important as this man who plays football first of all like what are you doing with your life you know I don't know and I think honestly like I'm not trying to talk bad too because I think I made myself so independent in my relationship that I think it was a, it was the downfall of a lot of relationships that I've been Go in. into that okay yeah, because I was always like I remember one relationship and I was always so worried that I would like lose my friends or like I didn't want anything to change like I wanted him to enhance my life and not necessarily me have to change anything out of mine and I think that was the downfall because I made him like obviously give and me not give much in return that it almost created something like a dynamic that wasn't sustainable because when it, we did get into like a long-term relationship it was just like what are we doing because I'm so focused on myself that like I obviously do you feel like he was the same too and that's also part of the downfall or do you feel like he was more you think he was the same way both of you guys just had I would think both like obviously we both cared a lot about each other but we both played sports like we were both playing at the next level so it's just like this very is, focused on that yeah yeah but I don't know. I mean, even, like, now when I date, too, I'm like, okay, I have to give. Like, you know those girls that, like, cry when, like, they leave their boyfriend? Okay, well, I cry when I leave my boyfriend. But you know those girls that, like, are so available? Like, will come over after, like, their practice or, like, make them dinner or, like, things like that. Like, that was never me. That was never me. And sometimes I wish that that was also me because I'm like... Maybe you did incorporate a little bit of that just to give a little so you could get a little type of... Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like I took... Or see if they're willing to give. Yeah. Bro, I, like, feel like I took on a lot of, like, the man's, like, characteristic traits as in, like, I was never giving. Like, I expected them to come to me. Where I feel like a lot of, like, some girls that I see in relationships now, like, I'm working their, like, boyfriend, like, lunch or, like, dinner, like, waiting for him to, like, come home or, like, doing all that shit or, like, picking him up or, like, scratching his back and, like, that was never me. I'm like, wait a minute, why? I sometimes wish that was me and I I just can't do it. Yeah. I think the boundary with that is, like, for, like, for someone that is in a, like, relationship, relationship versus, like, talking and everything, obviously... If you're not his girlfriend, like, don't give him, like, wife-type qualities in the first place. Like, bro, me and Megs are so different on that, too. Like, I always, this is my one thing that I wish I had of Megs. Like, she's always, which I'm super loving, too, but, like, Megs is so lovey and dovey and, like, kind of takes on, like, that maternal figure in her relationships. And, bro, I, for the life of me, cannot do it, and I wish I could. Do you feel like you took on some of those qualities just being in the athletics world, I guess, like being in the sports world? Do you think that kind of made you like only because like, you know, I don't know, not know how a man thinks, but like, you know how a man acts maybe or something that makes you want to be like, okay, I'm, why would I like do all this shit or maybe he's not going to do it for me? Or is there a reason you didn't give because he wasn't giving and you don't want to be the first one to give it up? You think, I'm sure you did small things here and there. We're not saying you didn't do shit, but we're saying you didn't go to the extent of like, 
hey, be ready at seven. I'm going to make you dinner and like literally rub your back. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like that kind of shit. I don't know. Or maybe it was. I don't know. Bro, I think it also came from my parents too because my parents like always raised like my se- my sisters and myself to always be like super independent. Like we are like main character energy, right? Like everything we do matters. And our partner, like we would never be like those girls that like follow our, like our boyfriend around or like go to every single game, like wearing his jersey on his back. Like, no, no, no. Like we're playing in the game too. You know what I mean? Like we have a sense of worth. And I think that's what played so much into like my, one of my relationships is because I never gave, like obviously I gave, but I could never allow myself to like be those types of girlfriends where I'm like, like waiting there. Like whenever he's ready, like I'm, I'm ready. Like, you know what I mean? And I think that's my downfall. I think there has to be a balance of that is where you do give. And then if they're not giving back, obviously that's not okay. And like, we see that. I don't think that's okay. I think it needs to be like very much like equal. If you're doing something for them, they should be doing something for you. It doesn't have to be the same exact capacity, but if you're planning something for them, maybe the next week or next two weeks, they do something for you. You know what I mean? Like little things here and there. And even like doing, if you do their laundry, which sounds like a fucking wife thing to do, like they do yours or they do the dishes. You know what I mean? And that can get into like, that could get into someone that's in the stage of living with their boyfriend as in like you guys need to set boundaries on who does what. And also in a, in a relationship where you would live together, which this is a two second thing I'm touching on. I think there needs to be boundaries as in I've had friends who live with their boyfriend and say like we spent every single night together and after a while it got so old. It's like, no, you guys need to have nights or something maybe every night where you guys go in separate rooms for a minute. You watch your show. He watches his show, plays his game, whatever the fuck he does. And you just take a minute apart to like be alone. I guess I think living with someone can be a loss. You have to be able to find that time to be alone, be by yourself, whatever. No, definitely. And that's to say, like, just one last thing is like, that's to say, like, I never, it's not like I never did anything. I was never lovey-dovey or like super hardcore. Like, no, no, it was not like that at all. But I just like see girls now. I just was about to say, I think you were really supported. Like maybe you didn't do little weird, cute shit, but, but maybe you did. I don't know. But I think you guys are really supportive of each other. I feel like that's what was good about that relationship you're talking about, if I'm thinking of the right one, is that I feel like you guys are really supportive of each other and what you did. Like, you guys were so individual, but that was, like, the way it worked is because you were so individual, you were, like, supportive of that, but it wasn't, like, oh, like, too much. It wasn't overdone. It was, like, I don't know, maybe, tell me if I'm wrong. I guess we'll never figure it out, baby. Okay. Okay, moving on, though, because how do we reclaim our power in friendships? Yeah, I guess, I guess for this, yeah, I, I don't know. I've never really had, like, a huge issue with boundaries and friendships that I can remember. Maybe I'm not remembering correctly, but if there's something that feels toxic about a friendship, I think you do have to draw that boundary. If, if you guys are together, like, every single day, I think this happens in college a lot, and I think it can kind of be a good thing. Maybe there's pros and cons. I feel like now I'm at the stage where I'm not doing what I was in college, where I'm with my friends every single day. But when we were, maybe there was some times where I could have taken some time alone. And I think I probably did at some point. I mean, you have to go to class alone at some point. You have to, I don't know, work out alone at some point. So, Bro, I was, I remember this quote that you sent me like so long ago. And I was like, it was something about having two separate friend groups or like friends and like whatever is said between like me and you should never, like whatever your friend's drama is should never be told to the like another friend. I was like, shit, that's right though. I forget what it was. It sounds that, no, Oops. no, 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 I know. I'm like, whoopsies, like sending screenshots. <laughs> but bro, I don't know why that like always, that always stuck out to me about like boundaries was like having people who are loyal enough to like keep your shit. Yeah. 
Okay, I think that's the thing for me. The boundary I drew with myself is I don't go and open my mouth to everybody. I have like a select one to three people. And there's certain people I know when they talk so much to me about other friends, I know not to tell them certain things because I know they're going to go tell the other friends. So I just know that. And sometimes you just start to spill too much. I don't do that anymore. I very much, if I know something I don't want to tell someone, I like make, make a mental note like, okay, I know I shouldn't tell this person because they talk a lot about all their other friends doing this. So I'll just be quiet on that, you know? I don't know, it's just also being smart in your friendships. Yeah, but you obviously have friends you tell everything to. And I guess the kind of, what kind of boundaries are we talking about? Like when a friendship is too much or like if something feels weird in a friendship or know, what? Bro. Oh my gosh, bro. Like I had to, okay. I will tell you about this time that I had to like put my foot down in a friendship. So um, this was like the past few years. And this girl, like we, she's super nice, really liked her. We hit off really well, right? Like she was one of my, my, friend circle right like she wasn't a girl like I'm telling everything to but like the type of friend that you told that you just talked about like that you would only tell certain things to because you knew that it's, whatever you said was also getting out yeah I haven't had toxic friends in a while it's been a minute but back in college I felt this actually I've had some friends like in certain groups it wasn't super close to them but I definitely had certain friends that were not my style I don't know how else to say it is that we just weren't the same vibes because I didn't want to be associated with some of the things they're doing so when I see that I think I just don't really hang out with them as much. Don't put effort into those friendships. And that can hurt people. And sometimes you do have to actually set a boundary and like cut the friendship off if it is a toxic friendship and you're being mistreated in the friendship. I've had to do that as well. If you're being mistreated, if they're talking to you the wrong way, if they're not respecting you, you have to cut that off. And I guess that's the boundary I guess I could go back to. I just haven't had to do that in a while, so I forgot about that. But yeah, I've definitely done that before. It's just been a while. Yeah. And I had to like cut it off like hardcore. And honestly, I gave her so many chances. Like even though people were talking so horribly about her and like the things she was doing, I still gave her the benefit of the doubt because at the end of the day, like she wasn't doing anything to me. And I knew she was a good friend when she was sober, but when she drank, she did things and it was just like crazy. And I was just like, obviously like this girl's going through stuff. Like I'm not just gonna like cut her off. And then it got to the point where I was just like, oh my goodness, this is a lot. I Because it was like crazy, bro. Yeah, yeah that's a but lot. Anyways. I guess in all three of these sectors that we're talking about, like work, friendships, relationships, whatever, like the main thing is you do have to draw a boundary, like, and you do have to take back your power. Like we're saying, that's kind of the main theme of this episode is like in all of these different things are very different things that you're approaching. But at some point you do just have to draw the line and think, what do you want for yourself? Maybe be selfish, sit down with yourself, be like, does this reflect who I am in a positive way? If it's a friendship, if it doesn't, maybe you need to cut it off. If it's someone that you just feel like you don't want to be associated with, maybe it's not for you. In work, you have to draw boundaries. Making sure people aren't walking all over you. And then again, in relationships, there's a lot of boundaries you have to draw in romantic relationships just because you get very close with someone. And I feel like boundaries can be crossed very easily. So if you want to make boundaries, you have to make them kind of early and know what they are. So if you're starting to date, know what those are and maybe bring them up on the first three dates or something because you don't want to keep... I don't know, getting to know someone if they're not going to respect those boundaries. And I've heard someone recently say one of their boundaries was their man cannot like, follow, comment, DM any girls on anything. Like if she sees a like on someone's photo, she's out. And that's a boundary she has. And I was like, damn, that's pretty cool to set. Because I don't know if I could just pick up and pack up if I saw a like. I'd be like, okay. But she was she was saying that it was a boundary just she she just has and she knows a lot of people are not going to agree with it but I was just kind of like okay that's a boundary like you can kind of set whatever you want too that's the other thing we're forgetting no bro what boundaries are bad like set whatever like he can't eat he can't eat pasta on Tuesdays <laughs> boundary <laughs> If you he eat pasta on Tuesdays, you're me. out to me. You are fucking out. Don't even think twice about it. Hit the door, pack your bags, babes. You're out. If he doesn't tickle my back every <laughs> no, night, he's out. 
<laughs> oh my god i want to kill megan when i have to sleep over with her she'd be like can you take my back like bitch no like, yeah no. i stopped asking guys she set that boundary <laughs> i'm like no <laughs> which makes sense because i can't even do that to my boyfriend so it makes sense yeah no i'm kidding you're funny legs okay guys how we feeling? Are we are we getting our power back, guys? What's up? Let's do uh, it. <laughs> okay, one last question to wrap up this pod is Megs. What happens though if you try to take back your power, and it doesn't go to plan? What if you try to take back your power and they're like, "No, bitch, sorry," and you're like, "Oh." Um, take a step back, see their perspective, make sure you're taking back your power in the correct way, and if you stand by what you're doing, stand by it, stay strong. And if they if they don't respect the boundary, then peace, peace out. They're not for you. I think it's as simple as that. Guys, anyways, Megs comes this weekend in Chicago, and I am so excited for St. Patrick's Day. Let's hope Megs lives, okay? Should we take a bet on if Megs lives or not? I'm kidding. I'm so excited. We will be updating you guys soon. No, bro. Oh, my oh, God. I'm probably going to take it easy. I'm definitely going to take it easy, guys. I'm gonna take it, I'll be the mom out there watching these people. <laughs> I already know I'm going to be told to down my drink as soon as I get there. Okay. (laughs) Kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not going to be like that. Okay. Anyways, guys, hope you take back your power. I'm about to take back my power and run naked through the streets of Chicago. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Love you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed the pod. We'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Follow Call My Bluff on Instagram and TikTok at Call My Bluff Pod. Bye.